Lecture topic. Intensely in love. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi alladheen astafa. Amma ba'du fa'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajim. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنْسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ وَقَالَ تَعَالَى وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَدُّ حُبًّا لِلَّهِ وَقَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ ذَاقَ طَعْمَ الْإِيمَانِ مَنْ رَضِيَ بِاللَّهِ رَبًّا وَبِالْإِسْلَامِ دِينًا وَبِمُحَمَّدٍ رَسُولًا أَوْ كَمَا قَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ most respected ulama ikram brothers and elders Allah Ta'ala has out of his grace out of his mercy made us as part of ashraful makhluqat that all the creation of Allah Ta'ala countless creation of Allah Ta'ala Allah Ta'ala made us among the ashraful makhluqat the most noble of the creation of Allah Ta'ala that is insan this human being is known as the alam akbar in other words in simple terms that the is the pinnacle of the manifestation of the qudrat of allah ta'ala is an insan and being this great creation of allah ta'ala allah ta'ala blessed with such great capability therefore this insan stands out in terms of the rest of the creation if this insan wants then he can harness the energies of all the other makhluqat and huge animals become subservient to him he will make metal fly in the air and he will harness the energy of the sun and of the rain and all the various things Allah Ta'ala has created So Allah Ta'ala has blessed this insan with this capability. But insan, being insan is not sufficient. This insan being a true Musalman is necessary. Otherwise, all these abilities that he has been blessed with, which he will use in one way or the other, will all be very in a very limited time and space. But Allah forbid, if he did not become a true Musalman, didn't get the wealth of Iman within him, then the day that his eyes close everything is gone and that opportunity to now gain the everlasting bounty and bliss of akhirat of jannat that is lost forever and then this perpetual doom and destruction so for this insan to achieve his complete potential in dunya and to continue benefiting from that good perpetually in the akhirat So that is the necessity of having this wealth of Iman. And without this, person is doomed. So this is Allah Ta'ala's great blessing, bounty, Allah Ta'ala's mercy and His fuzzle and karam, His ihsan. That Allah Ta'ala blessed us with this wealth of Iman. If we spend our entire life making sajda just to make shukar for this bounty of Allah Ta'ala, we can't fulfill the rights of one minute fraction of the shukar is required let alone come anywhere close to fulfilling the shukar itself 
So Alhamdulillah, this is Allah Ta'ala's ni'mat, His bounty. This is something to be very, very happy about. Qul bi fadlillahi wa bi rahmatihi fa bi dhalika fal yafrahu. This is Allah Ta'ala's fadl. This is His rahmat. Allah Ta'ala says fa bi dhalika fal yafrahu. These are the things to be happy about. We become very excited over many things of dunya, many material things. Whatever Allah Ta'ala's ni'mat and bounty is a person, Allah Ta'ala has blessed him with something, mashallah. He's come in a halal way. He uses it, makes shukar upon it, alhamdulillah. But it's not something to become too thrilled about. Something to be grateful for, but not something to be over the moon about. Over the moon is the ni'mat of deen. Is the ni'mat that are the amal of deen. The ni'mat that Allah Ta'ala blesses somebody to get closer to Allah Ta'ala. That's to become really not proud, but to be very happy about. That happiness out of the deep gratitude. Allah is saying, On this they should be happy. Unfortunately, we, our excitement is often only for dunya. And deen, well, alhamdulillah, we did something. So if we did something, then we should be getting a pat on the back because it is our achievement. It's not our achievement. It's not our doing. It's purely Allah's tawfiq. So, yes, a person should be very happy over this tawfiq. Not proud, but very happy. Man إِذَا سَرَّتْكَ حَسَنَتُكَ وَسَاءَتْكَ سَيِّئَتُكَ فَأَنْتَ مُؤْمِنِ Nabi Islam says that if your righteous deeds make you happy, happy on what? Allah Ta'ala out of His grace has blessed me with this topic. Not my achievement. I am incapable of doing anything. So to make, to feel that happiness. And وَسَاءَتْكَ سَيِّئَتُكَ And if your wrongs, your mistakes, your sins, become a source of grief for you. You feel pain over it. It's not like I shoot something off my nose, one fly came and sat there and it's gone. And so what happened? I did what I wanted to do and life is carrying on. So what happened? No, no. Insan is insan. He can slip up. He can make a mistake. But that iman of his, when he's fallen somewhere, the iman feels the pain. And that pains him. That How did I ever end up doing something like this? All the na'mas and bounties of Allah Ta'ala, all His innumerable bounties showering upon me every moment, and I went and disobeyed Allah Ta'ala in this way, that deep regret, that sorrow, that grief, that pain. Nabi Salaam says, if your righteous deeds make you happy, and if your sins make you feel grief and pain and sorrow, فَأَنْتَ mu'min, that's a sign of Iman. That's a sign of Iman. So Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with this Iman, and now that we have accepted this Iman, Allah Ta'ala has given it to us as His gift. This Iman has many, many demands and requirements. Because now a person has submitted himself to Allah wa Ta'ala. And Allah Ta'ala created us for this very purpose. وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ Allah Ta'ala says, we have not created, I have not created man and jinn, insan and jinn, except liya'budun. Liya'budun comes from the root of abd. Meaning to become complete slaves. Worship, translated as worship, translated as devotion, translated in various ways. But the sum total of what actually it refers to is to become the complete slaves of Allah Ta'ala. And when a person is a complete slave, he doesn't have any desire of his own. A slave 
His only desire is what his master desires. Salatul Hasan Basri he bought one slave from the market and came and he asked then that, what is your name? So he just bought him and came, what is your name? He says, what is my name? Whatever the master calls me, that's my name. Okay, where, what will you eat? He says, does a slave have any demands and any requirements and any desires? What the master feeds him, that is what he eats. What will you wear? Whatever the master gives me to wear. What desire can a slave have about, I want this branded label and I want that kind of things and I want something of this style. Whatever the master has given. And he asked him a few more questions on everything. This is what the answer he gave. Slave, what does a slave have? His only desire is what the master gives him. But the master's desire is his desire. Stated that he fell unconscious on this. When he regained consciousness, people asked him what happened. What, what made you suddenly, what brought about this condition over you? He says, this person taught me how to become a slave of Allah Ta'ala. That he is, he was purchased from the market, I didn't create him, I don't sustain him, I don't nourish him. But because there is this limited ownership, so he submitted himself entirely, you call me what you want, give me what you want to eat, what you want me to eat, give me what you want me to wear, make me sleep where you want me to sleep, and whatever you command I'll do it accordingly. So Allah Ta'ala created us, Allah Ta'ala is sustaining us, Allah Ta'ala is nourishing us, and our life is in the control of Allah Ta'ala. So we have to totally submit ourselves to Allah Ta'ala. So being the slaves of Allah Ta'ala, we have to submit ourselves to the Shariat of Allah Ta'ala. The Shariat of Allah Ta'ala, which Allah Ta'ala has spelt out in the Quran Sharif, and which Rasulullah Wasallam has explained in detail in the Ahadith, in his Mubarak Sunnah, this is the Mubarak Shariat. And as slaves of Allah Ta'ala, it is required of us to totally submit ourselves, not partly. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanud khulu fissil mikafa. Allah Ta'ala says, you are now my slaves, you have brought iman. So you who believe, enter into Islam totally. Not partly. Not only in the masjid, but in the business something else. Or in public something, and in privacy something else. No, in every facet of life, the same concern that what is Allah Ta'ala's command. One person, one Buzruk, somebody asked him, how are you? So many times, the answer that is given might be just something seeming to be just in passing, but there's a lesson meant. It's meant to give a very, very big lesson sometimes. So this person asked him, that how are you, how are you feeling? So he said, what are you asking somebody how he's feeling? Such a person who the whole world is running on his desire, as he wants. So, he said, what do you mean? He said, well, this whole world is running as per my desire. He says, you're actually making a very big claim. You're making a claim of divinity. You're making a claim as if you are the creator of the universe. So he says, no, no, let me explain to you what I refer to it. That when I say that the world is running according to my desire, what I'm actually saying is that I have annihilated my desire in whatever Allah Ta'ala's world. So whatever Allah Ta'ala's will is, because I've annihilated my desire in that, that I want the same thing. Whatever my Allah wants for me, that's what I want for me. 
So then it's as if everything is running according to my desire. Because whatever Allah tells well, that's what I want. So now I have no issue with anything. If Allah Ta'ala has satiated me, I'll make shukar. If Allah Ta'ala has kept me hungry, I'll make sabr. And happy with the decree of Allah Ta'ala. Yes, we have been taught to make dua, to beg Allah Ta'ala's help, to ask for afiyat, to do what is in our capacity to overcome our challenges in life. But the heart submitted to Allah Ta'ala. فَوْفَوْوِدُ أَمْرِي إِلَى اللَّهِ That my entire matter is totally submitted to Allah So in any case, this Iman demands that we submit ourselves to Allah Ta'ala's Shariat. And the Shariat has many do's, many don'ts, many, many commands. person has to perform his Salah, fast in the month of Ramadan, is, has a certain amount of wealth and certain conditions have applied to it, Zakat will become compulsory, certain conditions applied and Hajj will become farz. Then together with that many other commands that Allah Ta'ala has given in terms of day-to-day life, in terms of his mu'amalat, his business dealings, his mu'asharat, social life, what kind of akhlaq he should have. So all these are the commands that are directed to him. So many, many things. Every moment there's some command directed to him. He barely opens his eyes in the morning, he has to open it before he wants to open it. Because he has to wake up and get to the house of Allah Ta'ala for salah. In the midst of all the occupation of the day, he must leave and go back for the, to the house of Allah Ta'ala for his zuhr, for his asr, and likewise for all the other obligations. Then likewise there's many don'ts. Don't lie, don't cheat, don't deceive, don't commit zina, don't commit zina of the eyes, of the ears, of the tongue, don't harbor malice for anybody, don't have jealousy, don't do all the other various haram things, don't indulge in interest, don't indulge in gambling, and whatever other things Allah has prohibited, which Rasulullah has forbidden, these are all the many, many don'ts. Now there are so many things that have been commanded to be done, and there are many, many things that have been prohibited. Now there are so many things to be done, and all these prohibitions are filled with temptation. One is that something has been prohibited and a person is just totally, it's something that gives him disinclination. Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala has prohibited these things, but in these things there's a temptation that insan finds in it. So now on the one hand he has to do all these amal and still at the same time refrain from all these things that tempt him. So where is he going to get that energy from? What is going to fuel him? What is going to drive him? To be able to do what he's supposed to do, to be able to hold back from what he's supposed to hold back, where is that energy going to come from? This is that energy which is termed as the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. And to the extent that the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala will be acquired, to that extent, let alone that energy coming to the point where it will make it easy for him to do what he has to do, and easy for him to refrain from what he has to refrain from, it will actually become a pleasure. Both two people, one person, he finds it a very, very big task to wake up for Fajr. Another person, same health, same circumstances, same conditions, not that he is any different to this person, 
that he is far more energetic and or far more in better circumstances, same, two people same circumstances everything. One person can't even wake up for Fajr and the other person, he can't wait for the time of Sahajjud. Like Sayyid Sulaiman Nabi Rahmatullah his couplet after he got into the company of Hazrat Mashaf Ali Thani Rahmatullah then he, something else came in. And then he composed many many couplets of this nature. One couplet he says that Wada ane ka shabe akhir me hai. Wada ane ka shabe akhir me hai. Subah se intizare sham hai. That the appointed time is in the last part of the night. Like a person has an appointment with someone. So now the appointment with the beloved, the meeting time is the last part of the night. But from the morning he can't wait for the evening to come. The appointment is still late, but it's like too far away. In other words, this moment of communicating with Allah Taala at the time of Sahajjud, that is in the last part of the night, but he can't wait for the night to come. And the other person can't seem to wake up for Sahajjud also. So what's the difference between the two? Both have the same health, the same strength, the same circumstances. What's the difference? To the extent that the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala has been acquired, then let alone it becoming easy, it become a pleasure. It become a joy. When a person is tempted with something, one person just can't seem to refrain from it. He just can't seem to hold himself back from that temptation. And he says, but this is impossible for me. Whereas, if anything was impossible, then Allah Ta'ala wouldn't have given us that command. A person who is blind and somebody tells him look at that what's there something on the tree that bird is on the tree look at that bird so now the person is blind can he see the bird on the tree and now somebody is telling him that look at the bird on the tree so any person of any average intelligence also he won't make such a thing he won't he won't tell somebody such a thing somebody who's blind he tells him look at something because this is against any intelligence any wisdom a person of average intelligence also can't do such a thing that he gives a command to somebody which is not possible for him. So Allah Ta'ala was ahkamul hakimin. Allah Ta'ala would command us to do some things and to refrain from things which are impossible for us. Everything is fully possible. But a person had the hands to hold something but he breaks his hands. So now who's to blame? So Allah Ta'ala blessed that ability, that himmat. But a person destroyed that himmat Allah blessed it to him. So all these things are within the capacity of insan. So now one person, the temptation comes and he says, I just can't hold myself. Whatever temptation comes, I just go headlong into it. Any temptation, I have to look at it. That woman passed, I have to look at her. I just can't seem to avoid the haram and the filth on my phone. And one thing is leading to another, and I'm gone into the worst things. Every other day, somebody will have that kind of problem. So one person just can't seem to be, this is his complaint. And another person, his heart shatters also. He's also his son. His heart shatters also. But he feels a joy in that shattering. He feels an enjoyment in breaking his heart. Breaking it for Allah Taala. As one couplet explains this, that Bacha bacha ke narak ke aina hai wo aina ke shikasta ho to aziz tar hai 
نگاہ آئینہ ساز میں ڈونٹ ٹرائی ٹو سیو دس ہارٹ فرام بریکنگ اینڈ شیٹرنگ ڈونٹ ٹرائی ٹو سیو اٹ میننگ فار اللہ تعالیٰ ناٹ فار دنیا دیٹ ویز ڈن ان آف سائنس ڈونٹ ٹرائی ٹو سیو دس ہارٹ فرام ان ادر ورڈ وین اے پرسن از ٹیمٹیڈ اینڈ ناؤ ہیز ہولڈنگ ہم سیلف بیک فرام دیٹ ٹیمٹیشن اٹ اپیئرز دیٹ ہیز ہارٹ ٹو بریک سو ہی فیلز ہیپی ٹو بریک اٹ بیکاز رسول اللہ صلی اللہ وسلم ہیز کو ہیز کوٹڈ اللہ تبارک و تعالیٰ ان دا حدیث قدسی نظر و سہم من سہام ابلی سا مسموم حرام گلانس از اے پوائزنس ایرو آف شیطان اللہ تعالیٰ سیز دیٹ دا پرسن ہو ریفرین فرام دس آؤٹ آف مائی فیئر ابدل تو بہا ایمان یجید و حلاوت ہو فی قلبی ان ریسٹرن آئی ول گیو ہم سچ ایمان دیٹ ہی ول ایکچولی ٹیسٹ اٹ سویٹنس ان از ہارٹ اے فزیکل ایکسپیرینس سو The Pope says, don't try to save this heart from breaking. Because this heart which is termed in Urdu is uh, described as a mirror. If this mirror is that mirror, normally a mirror breaks is worthless. Throw it away in the bun. But this mirror of the heart, when it breaks, the more it breaks, the more it becomes beloved in the sight of the maker. Meaning when it breaks for Allah Ta'ala. And when this heart keeps breaking for Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala mends this broken heart with the sweetness of Iman. Allah Ta'ala mends this broken heart with his muhabbat because his heart was broken for him. So one, on the one side somebody just can't seem to refrain from any temptation. And on the other side somebody, mashallah, his heart is breaking and he's happy over it. What's the difference? How come this person's heart is breaking and he's happy over breaking it? Not that he's not feeling anything, he's insan also. He's also insan. But he's happy to allow it to break. and to feel that pain because in that pain is the sweetness of Iman so the whole difference is on the basis of this Muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala to the extent that the Muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala has been acquired then a person will find joy in rather losing out materially but not breaking the command of Allah Ta'ala that if it seems like there is a loss here now if I don't get into this transaction I'll lose out very very a very great sum of money, a big profit I can make, I will lose out on this. But if I do this transaction, there are haram elements involved in here. So now what do I do? Do I go for it? If I go for it, then I'm going to break Allah Ta'ala's command. And if I leave it, then I'm going to lose out. I'd rather lose out. Doesn't matter. But I save myself from breaking Allah Ta'ala's command. That earned me the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. That is beyond all these material things. The whole world can't come, can come together and can't compare to one fraction of what is the benefit of earning the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. So what is the difference? The difference is on this Muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. To the extent that this Muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala comes in the heart, he'll be able to make the right choices. Forget being able to make the right choices, he'll be driven in the right direction. That Muhabbat will drive him. So Muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala, Alhamdulillah, by the virtue of Iman, every single person has it in his heart. Otherwise there is Iman. If there is no Muhammad of Allah Ta'ala, there is no Iman. So the Muhammad of Allah Ta'ala is in the heart of every mu'min. But in order to drive it, for that to become a driving force, it has to be at a certain point. If it is not to that point, it's there, but not yet a driving force. The pressure cooker also has pressure. And 
any other container also that's just close to the lip, there's some pressure goes in there too. But there's a world of difference between the two. This pressure is like zero percent almost. Zero comma zero zero somewhere, then one will come somewhere after ten zeros. And that pressure cooker, Allah forbid if that has to, something has to happen there, it can create a major disaster because of the extent of pressure that has been built up in it. And because that pressure has built up to that point, that food which should have taken two hours to cook, gets cooked in 15 minutes. What cooked it? That pressure. That pressure built up to that point. Otherwise, the same food would have been placed in a different pot, and it would have taken one and a half hours, two hours, and now it got done in 15-20 minutes. Likewise, when that steam of the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala comes to a point, then that will drive the person in quick time to the proximity of Allah by means of those asbab that take a person to Allah now this muhabbat of Allah is in the heart of every mu'min but this is the there's a certain point that it has to be brought to for it to now drive the person like a person is driven towards things that he is attached to a person has a thriving business mashallah and he is the key man there. And sometimes some person just feels that without me nothing will work. So now he is the key man, he keeps the key also. So come hail or sunshine or whatever, can be anything, he is not too well, whatever the case is too, but he is there on time. One person one day, somebody was delaying him, they parked behind him or something early in the morning, got very upset. So he says, you don't understand that this five minutes I went late, there were 28 staff waiting, 28 times 5 minutes and now he did the maths and how much it worked out to in terms of the cost of labor. So now he had all this calculation on the turn in his mind and now that cost of labor and if that labor was employed, what it could have produced, all that was driving him, the passion for that. So now he saw the production that will come out of it and if that doesn't happen was a loss, so all this becomes a driving force. When this muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala and the steam of the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala builds up, then the profit and loss of Akhirat comes right in front of him. That if I do this, I'm going to lose out in Akhirat. I'm going to jeopardize my Akhirat. What will be my case in the cover? And if I do these amal, Allah Ta'ala will become pleased with me. It will bring my position closer to Allah Ta'ala out of His grace and mercy. Now that drives him. Just like the person for that loss became upset, and for that prophet, he is driven. Likewise, the person will be very grieved over the loss of Akhirat. And he will be driven towards those things that will bring the prophet of Akhirat. So what is this going to... Now every mu'min has this muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala in his heart. But this is a point that he has to come to. What's going to bring it to that point? On Buzuk, somebody asked him that this muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala, muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. So how does a person create this muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala? He told him that, have you ever seen an ember, a little bit of slight ember, some little fires in it, but you can't even see any flame, and it's a very light, probably heat coming out of it. He says, yes, but now you want to get the flame out of it, what do you do? So you will fan it, and the harder you fan it, the bigger the flame will come eventually. But that's it. The Muhammad of Allah Ta'ala is in the heart of every moment. But we have to fan it. We have to fan it, and to the extent we fan it, to that extent that flame will grow.
the flame of the love of Allah Ta'ala. This fanning happens in two ways. One is the fan of the amal that we have to do. In the amal that we have to do, there are those amal that are farz, they are wajib. There is no compromise on that, there is no question about missing out on that. But despite the fact that this is compulsory, but the person does it because my Allah has ordered me to do it. Then this too is fanning this flame. This too is fanning it now in the early morning, summer morning, Fajr is so early. But he says, whatever it is, it's early or late. But my life, Allah Ta'ala gave me. The sleep Allah Ta'ala blessed me with. This night that I slept, if I didn't manage to sleep, when a person for some reason didn't get sleep, how he wakes up in the morning? His whole night went tossing and turning. Now he woke up in the morning, his mind is in a different state, he can't even function, he can't focus, he is there, not there. Now Allah Ta'ala blessed him with that peaceful sleep. What was, what was the shukr for that? That the fajr was now aborted. Allah Ta'ala blessed me with this life, Allah Ta'ala blessed me with all the ni'mat and bounties, Allah Ta'ala blessed me with the sleep, I should wake up and be in time for the command of Allah Ta'ala. But fulfilling this command also is fanning that flame, because he's speaking for Allah Ta'ala. Then together with the faraiz, wajibat, and obviously the sunnah muakkada comes also part of this, though the categories are different, but there's no compromise in these aspects. Together with that, he will still try to do more. He won't be just content with doing the bare minimum. Person has an employee, that employee comes, he comes on time. He's saying that he comes on time, not he comes late also. And whatever his tasks are, he completes all the tasks. Doesn't, doesn't cut corners anywhere. And on the dot he leaves. He doesn't come beforehand, he comes on time. But and on the dot he's gone. They don't try to talk to him about anything after that. On the dot. If somebody in one business, they got on board there. That if you don't believe in life after death, then come here at closing time. That all the staff who were looking like they were dead suddenly came to life. Because it's time to go home now. So, this also will convince you that there definitely is life after death. So, the thing is this person, so there he's there, he's on time, he's living on time, he's doing all his work, whatever he's been tasked with. But there's another employee also. He's often there before time. And whatever his tasks are, he completes that. And then if sometimes that's done through, he's still asking, is there something else I can do? Or, well, he knows something else is available to be done, he's doing it of his own accord. Then the time is up, there's something still to do, he's ready to give another five, ten minutes, half an hour, sometimes extra. So that person, you can't fault him. He came on time, he did his work, he left on time, you can't fault him, he didn't go before time. But both are not going to be viewed in the same light. When the time comes for the bonus, if there wasn't any bonus promised in advance, but now he decided to give some bonuses, both are not going to get the same bonus. That person who went out of his way, who came before time, who was ready to do more than what the duty was, who was ready to spend a little bit extra time, he's not going to be left in the cold. When the bonuses come, he'll get first. So for dunya, we understand this. But for akhirat, so now just the bare minimum, and we feel that too is something that we've done Allah Ta'ala favor. So that's not the way that we should be looking at things. 
together with the farais the wajibat the sunnat e muqadda even the sunnat e ghair muqadda this too has a very great position and person didn't make it he couldn't make it that's a different issue but that's not that there's a decision beforehand that I won't make it that beforehand there's a kind of uh, rule he's made for himself that this will be left out no no every sunnat is something to try to do to the best of our ability that something we didn't manage to do we feel some sorrow in our heart that this is something I should have been doing also but I didn't manage to do it and together with that some nawakhil as well this is also a very big fan that fans the flame of the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala in the hadith Qudsi Allah Ta'ala says that there is nothing that a person gets closer to Allah Ta'ala than the faraiz but then that brings him to a point وَمَا زَالَ عَبْدِي يَتَقَرَّبُ إِلَيَّ بِالنَّوَاقِلِ حَتَّى أَحْبَبْتُهُ حَتَّى أُحِبَّهُ that a person continues to then get closer to me by means of the nawafil but the foundation is the faraiz, wajibat, sunnat muqqada this building will be built only on that not without that so the faraiz, wajibat, etc. is in place now on top of that he builds that building of nawafil also so Allah Ta'ala says in the hadith Qudsi he continues to build that to the point that when he comes to a certain point I then love him he's been trying to become my lover now he's become my beloved حَتَّى أُحِبَّهُ and فَإِذَا أَحْبَبْتُهُ كُنْتُ سَمْعُهُ الَّذِي يَسْمَعُ بِهِ that when I become his when he becomes my beloved then I become his ears with which he hears his eyes with which he sees his hands with which he holds Allah Ta'ala becomes somebody's ears somebody's eyes meaning he will only listen to that which Allah Ta'ala is pleased with his ears won't be able to listen to anything else he'll only see that which Allah Ta'ala is pleased with He'll only speak that which Allah Ta'ala is pleased with. So this fan of the nawafil. So some nawafil. That two rakats of Ishraqi has the opportunity for. Many a person is preparing to leave for work around that time. So he made wudu and made two rakats. Nafil of Ishraq. The reward. One hajj. The reward of one hajj and one umrah. And Nabi Islam says tammatin. Perfect hajj and umrah. For what? For two rakats nafil. Turakat nafil and this is the reward many a person has that deep desire that I should go for hajj go for umrah alhamdulillah Allah ta'ala grant that desire as well that aspiration but this is available the reward of it is available every day in turakat nafil and likewise it's a hajjud salah person trying to wake up in the late part of the night he can't make, the, make it for that time turakat before sleeping or after the isha salah he made turakat nafil after the sunnah with the niyat of Qiyamul Layl this too will be the bare minimum level it will just bring him in he will get the basic reward of Qiyamul Layl though the real benefit of Tajjud is in the last part of the night but he's also in so the various benefits and uh, all the aspects that are referred to in terms of Qiyamul Layl فَإِنَّهُ دَعْبُ الصَّالِحِينَ قَبْلَكُمْ this is the means of all the, the way of all the pious people before you so if you want to get to piety, this is also something to adopt. And it's a means of forgiveness of sins. It protects a person from sins. It becomes a, like the bulletproof vest, this becomes a sin-proof vest for him. Qiyamul Layl, Tahajjud, if it's done correctly. So all these various great bounties. 
So some nawafil as well. And then together with that, there's the other fan, there's so many things, but just to round it up quickly, the other very, very big fan is the fan of restraining oneself from haram. And every time that he restrains himself where there was that temptation, as discussed earlier, the heart breaks, and he allows it to break, this is a very, very big fan that will fan the flame of the muhabbat of Allah wa ta'ala. Together with this, there are various other things that will enhance this muhabbat. Among those things, one is the tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif. Tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, the Ahlullah said that this is on the top of the list. Tilawat with tadabbur, meaning with pondering and contemplating what Allah Ta'ala has mentioned in the Qur'an Sharif, but the person doesn't know the meaning, then the tilawat itself, that itself is a very very great part in this whole process. The zikr of Allah Ta'ala. To the extent that a person will make the zikr of Allah Ta'ala, to that extent the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala will come. Zikr of Allah becomes a means of the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. So there has to be some dedicated time for zikr daily. Some dedicated time that a person is remembering Allah Ta'ala. Dedicated time for tilawat. And Another very, very important thing is to spend time daily in some muraqabas, meditation. Person, and we all, in some different ways, do something that's not much different to meditation, but it's only for dunya. Illa mashallah. Pondering now, how must make this work? How to double that up? And that is already doubled. So now how can, it's already doubled once now, so now you can't double again, how to make it four times more now? So now the mind is just all the time, just rolling in that. Oh, if it's not that, then how to enjoy it now? Either how to make it, or how to enjoy it, where, not, where next to go, and how to plan it, and how to go about it, and in some way or the other about dunya. So that's meditation also, but it's meditating only about dunya. Now to turn a bit of that, to meditate and ponder and reflect for akhirat. Among those aspects is to meditate upon the ni'mats of Allah Ta'ala. In a very concentrated manner, dedicated manner. And when a person keeps pondering over this, over the ni'mats of Allah Ta'ala, then this will start creating this taluk with Allah Ta'ala. Every day somebody comes and gives him 200 rands. If now we say, well, 200 rands for me won't make any difference. So, Chalo, he comes and give him 200,000 rands. Every day somebody is giving 2,000 rands or 200,000 rands to someone. One day, two days, ten days. Eventually, say, Al-Insan, Abdul Ihsan. Insan, he becomes the slave of Ihsan. This person did so much for me. Now, even if he wants me, I'll give my life for him. Many a times, say, I'll give my life for him. Why? He did so much for me. But Allah Ta'ala gave us a life. Allah Ta'ala gave us that life and everything is from Allah Ta'ala. Now a person starts pondering about this in this conscious manner. Allah gave me my eyes. Subhanallah, what a gift. Imagine if I was blind, if I couldn't see, what would be my condition? Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Allahumma lak alhamd. Pondering over the ni'mat of Allah Ta'ala and making shukar over it. Allah Ta'ala bless me with hearing. Allah Ta'ala bless me with this tongue. Imagine if this... Ni'mat of the tongue was snatched away. 
what I would have done. Allah Ta'ala blessed me with hands, with feet. Allah Ta'ala blessed me with the mind. Then all the material bounties, thinking of one one thing at a time. And then above all that, the bounties of deen. And each bounty, spending five minutes, ten minutes, thinking about one one thing, and saying, Alhamdulillah, Thumma Alhamdulillah, Allahumma lak alhamd, Alhamdulillah ala ni'matil iman, Alhamdulillah ala ni'matil Qur'an, making shukr upon the ni'mas of Allah Ta'ala. It won't ha- nothing happens in one day. That there's just some switch, press it and everything will happen. No, there's a process. But when a person continues with this, when he continues with this, he'll start building that capacity in the heart. And he'll start connecting that heart. When the wiring is taking place and that electrician is busy with all his work, it takes a whole process. It might take weeks, sometimes months, depending on the size of the place. But when everything is finally done, then it's a switch of a button. Then the press of a switch, just to flick the switch and the light came on. But that light didn't come on now only. The bringing of that light on started long ago. When the cabling was ordered. Already the process was in place. It didn't happen only now. It started long ago. But now we see it suddenly now. So likewise, all this is building up. And when a person keeps building with regularity, with consistency, one day he will throw that switch on. Sometimes the person starts becoming despondent. What? Is anything happening so long? Something I'm trying. Sometimes going forward, sometimes falling backward and trying again. But is anything happening? Yes, it's happening. But we have to carry on. We have no other option but to carry on. And we carry on with that same fervor and zeal that light will come on. With the fuzzle of Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala. So to ponder over the ni'mat and the bounties of Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala this too is also a very very great means and a sabab of gaining this muhabbat of Allah wa ta'ala. These are some of the aspects, there are many many other things and one of the most important things that the Quran Sharif itself has prescribed which is the key to all the other things. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu attaqullah wa kunu ma'as sadiqeen O you who believe, attain this taqwa. This taqwa, taqwa generally is translated as fear of Allah wa ta'ala this is a fear of love. The fear of displeasing the beloved, which is a very, very sweet fear. Attain this taqwa, because when this comes, the other kind of fear is also has its effect. But as long as the person thinks that the whatever has been warned about might happen. But if he feels now get away, then he'll do what he wants. But this fear of love, this is different. So, Ya Ayyuhalladheen Amanu Taqullah The key to everything is this taqwa. And the key to this taqwa, Allah Ta'ala says, وَكُونُوا مَعَ الصَّادِقِينَ Be with the sadiqeen, with the truthful, with the righteous, with those who have acquired this muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. Be associated with them. This will then take you forward to also acquire this muhabbat. This sohbat and this companionship, the company that a person keeps, this is an extremely essential aspect in gaining this muhabbat of Allah wa ta'ala, gaining this taqwa, gaining this akhlaq, gaining all the things that we have been commanded for, about, and gaining that himmat and that courage to refrain from what Allah has forbidden. This is the point where this courage comes from. Bismillah wa ta'ala, give us a tawfiq that Allah ta'ala blesses us with this taqwa, with this muhabbat of Allah ta'ala, makes this muhabbat grow in our hearts to that point where it becomes the driving force in our lives. And Allah Ta'ala make us among His true and obedient servants. 
who become the beloved of Allah as well. وآخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين ناس to make zikr for a few minutes and then dua Allah تلاقي وستوفيك إن شاء الله It is important in the hadith sharif that the person recites La ilaha illallah hundred times daily Allah تلاقي will cause his face to shine like the fucking moon on the day of Qiyamah What this means is that inshallah with the barakat of this daily recitation of La ilaha illallah Allah تلاقي will grant him the tawfiq of righteous actions and this will become a means of his staying away from sin This will gain him this great honor on the day of Qiyamah So inshallah we should try to make this a part of our daily practice that in our time and space we try and complete this one tasbih of La ilaha illallah. When saying La ilaha, bring to mind that all the zairullah we've taken and thrown out of our hearts, all the evils, the sins, the haram, the illicit things, the illicit relationships and whatever other filth and wrongs there are there in our hearts, we've taken it all out and we've thrown it out like a dirt and filth that's coming out of our hearts. And illallah, There is this light that is filling our hearts, which is the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala, and this nur that Allah Ta'ala is blessing into our hearts. This is the Guru Sharif. La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah Sallallahu tabaraka wa ta'ala alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا رب صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهل لا إله إلا الله 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 محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم دل میں راہو جا ایک میدان ہو تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو غیر سے بالکل ہی اٹھ جائے نظر تو ہی تو آئے نظر دیکھو جدر اور میرے تن میں بجائے آب و گل 
درد دل ہو درد دل ہو درد دل نفس و شیطان دونوں نے مل کر ہائی کیا ہے مجھ کو تباہ اے میرے مولا میری مدد کر چاہتا ہوں میں تیری پناہ مجھ سا خلق میں کوئی نہیں گو بد کردار نامہ سیاہ تو بھی مگر غفار ہے یا رب بخش دے میرے سارے گناہ اب تو رہے بستاد میں آخر ورد زبائے میرے انہا لا الہ الا اللہ 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 محمد الرسول اللہ صلی اللہ تبارک و تعالی علیہ وسلم اللہ جل جلالہ عم نوالہ محمد 
يا رب صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم ربنا ولمنا انفسنا ولمنا انفسنا ولمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين لا اله الا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسالك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها ويسرتها يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أكرم الأكرمين يا راحم المساكين يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا لا تآخذنا إن نسينا وأخطأنا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا إسرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقة لنا به واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا أنت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى واجعل آخرتنا خيرا من الأولى اللهم طهر قلوبنا من النفاق وأعمالنا من الرياء وألسنتنا من الكذب وأعيننا من الخيانة فإنك تعلم خائنة الأعين وما تخفي الصدور إله العالمين يا الله most merciful, most gracious, most kind, most loving Allah إله العالمين يا الله forgive us يا الله forgive all our major and minor sins يا الله يا الله forgive our families يا الله forgive the entire ummah of Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم إله العالمين يا الله شوى يمغفرة الأمه يا الله شوى يرحمة الأمه يا الله يا الله remove the hardships and difficulties of the ummah يا الله يا الله we acknowledge whatever is happening is due to our sins يا الله إله العالمين forgive us يا الله forgive the entire ummah يا الله Grant us in the entire ummah the tawfiq of those a'mal that bring down your rahmat, ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us in the entire ummah from such a'mal that bring down azab, ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, grant us istiqamat on deen, ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from all the fitna and fasad, ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your muhabbat, ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your muhabbat, ya Allah. Allahumma rizukna hubbak wa hubba man yuhibbuk wa al-amala alladhi yuballighuna hubbak. Allahumma jal hubbak ahabba ilayna min anfusina wa ahlina. ومن الماء البارد إله العالمين يا الله الله فلوا حاسد يا محمد يا الله فلوا حاسد يا لبوا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فلوا حاسد يا لبوا في مبارك سنة يا الله grant us the tawfiq of acting and living on his mubarak sunnah ya Allah ilahu alamin save us from the ways of the yahud and nasara ya Allah ya Allah grant us the tawfiq of performing our five times salah with jamaah ya Allah grant us the tawfiq of making ya Allah tilawat of the Quran sharif daily ya Allah grant us the tawfiq of making your zikr daily ya Allah ilahu alamin ya Allah ya Allah save us from all the sins ya Allah ya Allah save us from all the haram ya Allah ya Allah make our hearts pure ya Allah ya Allah remove all the evils from our hearts ya Allah ya Allah remove the pride the malice the jealousy the arrogance ya Allah remove the love of dunya ya Allah full of hearts with the love of deen ya Allah with the love of the amal of deen ya Allah with the love of the efforts of deen ya Allah accept us and our progeny to qiyamat for the efforts of deen ya Allah with ikhlas and afiyat ya Allah ilahul alameen ya Allah Allah every muslim throughout the world ya Allah you grant total afiyat to one and all ya Allah grant total afiyat to one and all ya Allah ilahul alameen ya Allah protect the life the wealth the health the honor and the iman and amal of every muslim ya Allah ilahul alameen ya Allah save us from the disgrace of dunya and akhirat ya Allah ilahul alameen ya Allah all those are sick give them shifai kamila ajila mustamirra daima Allah remove every trace of their ailments ya Allah ilahul alameen those are financial difficulties remove with afiyat ya Allah grant barakat in each one's risk ya Allah grant halal and tayyib risk ya Allah ilahul alameen ya Allah 
Allah, all those with any kind of anxiety, grief, depression, Ya Allah, Ilahul Alameen, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah, fill the hearts with sukoon and itminan, Ya Allah, Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, Allah, enable us to acquire that itminan, Ya Allah, Allah, you have already prescribed it to us, Ya Allah, Allah, bi zikrillahi tatma'innul qulub, that in your zikr and remembrance, and in your obedience is that itminan, Ya Allah, Ilahul Alameen, give us that, Ya Allah, give us that obedience, Ya Allah, and give us the itminan as well, Ya Allah, Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, all those who have passed away from our families, throughout the ummah ilahul alamin make their complete maghfirat ya allah grant them the high stages in jannah ya allah ilahul alamin at the time of our death ya allah allah take us with iman ya allah take us on iman kamil ya allah take us on tawbah and nasuh ya allah allah take us at the time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you ya allah ilahul alamin make our qabr's gardens of jannah for us ya allah allah save us from the azab of the qabr ya allah make our qabr's gardens of jannah ya allah grant us the shafaat of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam allah give us jannatul firdaus without any reckoning ya allah Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, all the efforts of deen taking place, accept it, Ya Allah. Make it a means of hidayat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, forgive the mistakes and shortcomings, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, you guide us to your pleasure at all times, Ya Allah. Save us from the traps of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, don't leave us to ourselves to the blink of an eye, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, keep us in your protection at every moment, Ya Allah. Keep us in your protection, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, don't leave us to ourselves, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we will be destroyed, Ya Allah. Nafs and shaitan will make a morsel out of us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, we are totally in need of you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, every mini breath, Ya Allah. Allah, we totally in need of you, Ya Allah. Allah, we cannot lift a finger without your help, Ya Allah. Allah, we cannot say one shahadat, Ya Allah, without your, finger, without your help, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, we cannot refrain from one wrong without your help, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, it's only your tawfiq, Ya Allah. Allah, you grant us a tawfiq of every righteous deed, Ya Allah. Allah, you grant us a tawfiq of staying away from every sin, Ya Allah. Allah, you protect us, Ya Allah. You guide us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, unite the hearts of the ummah, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of spouses, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of parents and children, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of brothers and sisters, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of families, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of communities, Ya Allah. Unite the ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, sabku ek or nek bana, Ya Allah. Sabku ek or nek bana, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make this ummah like the type of ummah Nabi Salaam made up, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, we've gone so far away from his Mubarak way of life, Ya Allah. We've adopted the things of the Yahud and Nasara, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we've made the ways of his enemies over me, Ya Allah. And we abandoned his Mubarak Sunnah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, the day of Qiyamah, how will we face it, Ya Allah? Ilahul Alameen, if he has to ask us the question, that if my deen was being trampled, what do you need, Ya Allah? Ya Allah, what are we going to answer on that day, Ya Allah? Allah, give us the tawfiq of Ya Allah. Allah, protecting the deen of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah, protecting it in our lives, Ya Allah. Keeping his sunnah alive in our lives, Ya Allah. And bringing his sunnah alive in the ummah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, you use us for the khidmat of deen, Ya Allah. With ikhlas and afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, bring deen alive in every facet of our lives, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, bring our mu'amalat according to deen, Ya Allah. Our mu'asharat according to deen, Ya Allah. This is with the beautiful akhlaq of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, all the things we have asked for, Allah bless us with that as well, Ya Allah. Whatever we should have asked for, did not ask, Ya Allah. Allah, you grant us that as well, Ya Allah. Allah, all those who have raised their hands with this dua, Allah, you don't know for each one's needs, Ya Allah. Allah, fulfill each one's jai's needs from the ghayb, Ya Allah. Allah, fulfill each one's jai's aspirations, Ya Allah. Remove each one's difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Remove each one's anxieties and worry and sorrow and grief, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, grant barakat in each one's life, health and wealth, Ya Allah. Allah, grant steadfastness in each one to iman and amal, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, our greatest need, Ya Allah, is to become yours, Ya Allah. That you become ours, Ya Allah. Allah, you make us yours, Ya Allah. 
you become a wazi Allah. اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحابه اجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله